You are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hi, guys. I thought maybe this week we'd start off. We were going to talk about our highs and lows of the week. Did you guys happen to note anything? Well, I got something very weird that happened to me this week. Of course, it happened in the Walmart parking lot. Or I'm sitting there putting the groceries in the back of my car. And this old lady, hunchbacked old lady, I, I see her start walking toward me. And as she gets closer, she says in this real kind of demonic voice, Don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. <laughs> That's good <laughs> and advice. I'm thinking, <laughs> it, it's great advice. And I'm thinking, um, it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> and then she walks past me, and I'm thinking, that was really weird. And then she turns back and says, don't get drunk. And then she crosses over to the other side and is somebody's helping her with her groceries and she's talking normal. Was there something about your appearance that would make her think that? Like, were you wearing a Linen Kugel shirt or something? Well, I did Margarita have a fl- I was drinking out of a flask at the moment. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nate? Do you have anything? Uh, I got a lot of lows. <laughs> you want to hear one? Sure. Well, you had a good week on Twitter, Nate. Well, yeah. thank you too, man. Yeah, I feel like we're doing, uh, we're holding our own. Especially in uh, Brunei. Shout out to all my homies. <laughs> so for the listeners, somehow we discovered that we're trending or at least we're a hot podcast in Brunei for some reason. I, I just chalk it up to impeccably good taste, uh, <laughs> a proud, strong people who are attractive and intelligent <laughs> and love being pandered to. We're right ahead of uh, Joe Rogan and uh, yeah, okay. Seth Myers is ahead of us. And some yeah. stupid pooch cafe. Screw yeah. you. Screw you, pooch cafe. You're stupid. As soon as I saw that, I was thinking, okay, fast forward to like a year from now, and we're sitting in Brunei uh, wearing a traditional Islamic garb. If, and I thought, uh, well, let's just go all in on Brunei. If the Sultan wants me to be part of his harem, if he has one, <laughs> I'm, I'm open to ideas. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the good people in Brunei. Uh, what about your week, Aaron? You said you were uh, writing some stuff down. Yeah. And I just started writing down again, little thoughts that I've had. These are really dumb. They're kind of like the germs of little jokes or something. Like I was watching some movie and then some rap song came on and it was like, like super hyped up and pumped up. And the chorus was, was like, it just said, get stupid. We're about to get stupid repeatedly. And I thought, well, what if you had a rap song that was actually about being stupid like uh doing mildly retarded things somewhere on the spectrum song (laughs) (laughs) next one i had was oh it's my brother-in-law he was talking about how his son he sometimes will just make a fart sound randomly in a room there's a certain brain that knows if a room needs that Illiterate Mother's Day card, or mothers who are illiterate, so loving, caring, can't read, good cook, etc. Oh, I remembered how I used to say a lot of times that non-English, like uh, people that speak English as their second language, they don't say um, they say al a lot. Like if you talk about a French guy talking, or a a German, or even like Middle Eastern, they'll go al. So that was the thought that I had. You got, I just thought I'd start recording these. Like when movies, when guys get off their horses, they take that tassel of their reins and they always put it on a post, but they never tie it up. They just kind of hang it there loosely. And that always was interesting to me. Um, <laughs> I've begun to question, 
I've begun to question my theory. That, this is a worst. I've begun to question my long-held theory that I can tell uh, if people are deaf just by looking at them. Because some people just look deaf to me. But there's this couple we know, um, and they're older. But I was convinced. I was so convinced that, that he was deaf and she was blind that I didn't even mention it. It was a foregone conclusion, and they're neither. <laughs> did, he did can you, hear. Did you ever do anything to test this? I talk really loudly to him, and I was like trying to like act like she was blind a little bit. Like to me, it just they looked deaf and blind as a couple. I thought, oh, that's how they get along together. And then it turns out that they're neither. They're just they can hear and see. So that yeah. that Be theory has been buddy, questioned. Buddy cop movie. <laughs> one <laughs> deaf, one blind. <laughs> they're fighting crime. Um, and then the worst was. Uh, I talked to mom this weekend, Matt. I don't know if you talked wow. to her, but she commented on the podcast. She said, yeah, I listened to some episode. And she's like, there's this one where you talked about how you was, you're swearing in Bible college. And that's just got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that was 20 years ago. And she's like, that's just. And, and then she's like, and I need that. Matt's in hot water, too, about his language. And I was like, mom, don't censor me. I can't be censored knowing <laughs> that you're listening to the podcast. But but she said that uh, out of all of us, Nate is the cleanest. And she appreciates that for Nate. So <laughs> that's feedback from mom. So today's topic was the Mandela effect. Uh, Matt, you were the first one to bring this to our attention, and it is very fascinating. Uh, maybe do you want to talk of just a given overview, Matt? Sure. Well, I believe people credit uh, this Fiona Broom with uh, kind yeah. of coming up with a concept back in 2010, which she wrote an article and started started a website. It comes right after the they created the uh, the CERN uh, Large Hadron Collider, and they were doing experiments with protons firing at each other, and the kind of few a lot of speculation, a lot of science fiction theories that they could be opening up black holes or kind of messing with time and space fabric. And then the story goes that she was sitting around with her friends and talking about Mandela, and that's where the name comes from. And some of her friends thought that he had died in prison in, in the 80, late 80s. And uh, other people were like, no, no, he, he died in 2013. He, be, he got out of prison and he became the president of uh, South Africa and you know lived a long life. And, and then they started thinking about other things. And so it, what it, go, it goes is that uh, the Mandela effect is where a large group of people have one recollection of a memory. And then it's, it's uh, conflicted with what is actually the reality today. But people don't believe the reality because they can swear that no, no, my this is not how it was. And there's there's tons of examples, and they're you know they're kind of falling into different categories. Um, some the mundane, and some the more hmm, you know I can't believe that really that really happened. So probably the biggest one is the the Bernstein Bears. The Bernstein Bears being that um, it was the last of it is spelled S T E I N. That's what people remember. But it, it's really spelled S-T-A-I-N. And there's a lot with um, sayings in movies. You know, one of the most famous ones is Forrest Gump's, where he says, um, life is like a box of chocolates. He really said life was like a box of chocolates. There's a lot of little things mm -hmm. like that. Another one is Star Wars. The yeah. Star Wars he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. Right. Some of the other ones are with, like, corporate names and, and products and logos. Like, JCPenney one, and that's one that 
it, everybody thought it was spelled penny was spelled like a penny p-e-n-n-y when it's actually spelled p-e-n-n-e-y which i don't believe that either i you know i, I used to have a jc penny credit card wrote checks to them and everything else and i, I swear there's no way it's it's n-n-e-y <laughs> but it's so funny um these are like little things probably the the biggest one that really kind of you know freaks me out and it's it's really because i i don't want to live in a world where sinbad was not a genie in a movie um <laughs> i refuse uh, I had a nickel to, for every time i thought that i refuse to live in that world but evidently he i don't know if you guys remember that but i could swear he was a movie there was a movie where he was a genie and it was called like Kazam or something like that. But no, he, that never, never happened. So I, I don't know. I mean, some of them I agree with and some of them I don't. So I'm kind of split on those pop culture ones. Um, but yeah. there's some bigger ones that like the historical ones that really get me. Um, and probably the one, the one that happened that I'm, that probably makes me the biggest believer in it, if there is such a thing is there was evidently a terrorist attack in 1916 near the Statue of Liberty on Black Tom Island by the Germans, which killed five people. And it's it was supposedly the first terror attack on, on the U.S. And I got my degree in history and studied a lot of American history, and I'd never heard that before, ever. So that one really, really got me. I um, have I don't never that heard that in my life. No, no, I, I took never did either. History in college, I took multiple history classes. Never, yeah. I've never heard that. Look it up: the bombing huh. of Black Tom Island in in uh, 1916, before World War One or World War, the Great War. Was it that great? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we covered that one. Yeah, uh, in the beginning. There's a uh, another ones were um, in Silence of the Lambs. People think he says hello, Clar- Clarice, but he doesn't. He just says good morning. Um, yeah, that one. And then I, you mentioned uh, like uh, corporate things. Jif. There, people think there's a Jiffy peanut butter that existed. There wasn't. It's only been Jif. Um, that one got me. Loops. I could have sworn. Yeah, I me sworn too. Jiffy. Yeah, Fruit Loops was spelled F R O O T. I think it's the correct is what it's always been, but people thought it was the word fruit. I think. Yes. Uh, um, Kit Kat candy bar. There's no dash between uh, the kit and the cat. People that, think there is. That blew my mind because I always thought it was Coca dash Cola Kit dash Cat. That one I could right. not get over. <laughs> Different things like uh, Dorothy slippers in The Wizard of Oz. People think that that never had bows and she wore white socks and they actually have bows and she's wearing blue socks. During the time in the movie, I don't know what other ones you guys saw. Well, there was the Mister Robert. I'm uh, sorry, Mister Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but he actually says there's, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, oh. which was kind of an odd one. Uh, the the show Sex in the City is actually Sex and, and the, the City. city. Yeah, um, that the song We Are the Champions. I guess I, I I always thought at the end he goes of the world, but that never. It's not in the song. What? I haven't heard that one either. I could have sworn yeah. it was that. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I like to hear the things. sound of Nate's mind being blown on yeah. recorded. <laughs> think funny. Think, think funny. The one that got me the most was that Mr. Moneybags from uh, Monopoly oh, yeah. does not have a monocle. I, I would have yes. I would have fought somebody over that. I would have died on that hill. I could have sworn <laughs> Mr. Moneybags had a monocle, but I went through yeah. tons of pictures. Could not find one picture of it. The so. other one was Fruit of the Loom. They think there's a, a, what's it called, a cornucopia behind the fruit, but there's not. There's never been. It's just the fruit. Definitely was. Um, that that one is in was. my uh, pro column. I thought there was, too. I think the word loom, of the loom, makes you feel like that's a loom, or whatever a loom is, that's what mm-hmm. that thing is. 
Whenever I think of Fruit of the Loom are the most 80s. Remember how they had like a, they're always tidy whities and they had a blue and a yellow. Band. Yellow. <laughs> so gross. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Hey, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet they still well, so make those. Old school Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> I only will wear old school Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> You're not going to find the, them in uh, any, uh, any thrift shop anywhere. Yeah. Very vintage. Did you guys, what do you guys think about Mona Lisa? Have you heard that one? There's people that think Mona Lisa, they could just swear that she had a completely straight face. That one didn't really ring true with me, but I watched Mm -hmm. a couple of videos of people that just would absolutely swear. Like that was their number one is the Mona Lisa has just this straight face. There seems to be another category where there's a lot of, and, and this one I think is maybe one of the more weaker arguments is when people claim that people had died. Not not just Nelson Mandela, but like uh, Brian Dennehy came up a lot for some reason. Oh, yeah. That uh, yeah. He, people thought he died a long time ago, and there's been multiple reports of his death, and uh, that he's actually still alive. <laughs> the reports of his death are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> you know, Dom he- DeLuise was the best. I think as a rule, if people have thought that you've been dead, it's, you're probably not in the best health or <laughs> physical appearance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he died years ago. There's no way he's still alive. Uh, yeah. You know, Matt, you mentioned Sinbad earlier. For a several year uh, span, there was a guy who would apparently once a year at randomly go on Sinbad's Wikipedia page and edit it that he had died. Huh. And every time he would make up a different thing that happened to him. But once a year at a random time, he would uh, say that Sinbad had died. Not just metaphorically on stage, but no, literally. No. Can that be my birthday present next year? Is maybe do that a couple times? <laughs> So there's a lot of things at play here. Okay, so there's the Higgs boson hadron uh, collider Matt spoke about as sort of an explanation for the genesis of why. If you're really into the bizarre theory, then what people believe is that we are now existing in a different universe than we were previously. And some people have memories of the old universe. And there was a, a flip on the universe that happened when the Hadron Collider turned on. That's part of the explanation for that. And that goes into the multiverse theory of the universe. It's an involved theory, but basically there's infinite universes out there. We are now in a different one than we were. And the proof is that the Berenstein Bears is spelled Berenstein. <laughs> stain bears i loved hearing these conspiracy guys on youtube when their voices were all ominous and they're like berenstein bears and they're like totally serious about it the collider itself it was created i think in 2009 10 um it's 16 miles long it's underground and it fires protons at near light speed into each other then the uh sort of the explosion that's created they track that, and they're looking for something called the Higgs boson particle. The, or the God Higgs. particle. Yeah, yeah. So if you add up all the – this is actually – I think this is interesting. If you add up the mass of a subatomic particles in the universe, um, you only get to about 4% of the total mass of the universe. So then there's this big question of where is all this ma- – where is all this stuff? And, in, and so most of it is either what they call dark matter or dark energy, which we don't fully understand. But basically, the goal of the Hadron Collider was to find this separate Higgs field that's creating this mass. There's things like we, – we also noticed that electrons, they spin – left or right and left-hand turning electrons have a separate quality that the universe requires it to have if you turn left you have to ditch that quality in order to turn right for some reason 
And they think that, that these electrons are running into this Higgs field. It was only theorized. It, it, it was just a theory. And the entire collider was to prove that this theory was real. And it cost like, I don't know, $10 billion to make or something. But people thought that once they turned it on, that um, it could create a black hole and essentially end the uh, end our world as we know it. So that was a danger. And actually, the head safety guy at the Hadron Collider uh, filed a lawsuit to stop the turning on of the of the machine because fearing that it would create a black hole, that was dismissed. The, the black hole that it could create it would be infinitesimally small. I believe it's not a a star collapsing; it's one proton collapsing. But it is fascinating to look at this. Yeah, the speed at which this proton, that they're shooting a proton is 16 miles. It's like a loop, this this collider, 16 miles long. And this proton goes through that loop 11,000 times a second. That's how fast it's going in order to get it to collide. It's going 99% the speed of light. I don't like messing with stuff like this. I don't like messing with forces that we don't fully understand. I so speaking of things we don't fully understand, so there's this element to it, which is sort of the conspiracy theory, and then there's the scientific element, which I subscribe to, which is we don't fully understand our own memories and how memory develops in our brain. People don't fully understand and they don't embrace how fallible their own memories are. And I think that's the cause of all of this. It's just uh, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's Our memories are not... We don't take a picture of something and put it in a file cabinet in our brain and file it away and then go get it from that cabinet. That's not how memory works. Memory is a process, not a, not a thing. It's recreated based on certain pieces of storage here and there and here in the brain and then recreated through a process um, that you retrieve. And so it is very, very fallible. fallible. There's all kinds of f- examples of false memory. People have been put on death row that have gotten exonerated. Most of the exonerations have been because they were put on death row because of eyewitness testimony and memory that's been just faulty. So I think what it is is there's two things. We're being bombarded now more than ever before with references and with pop culture and with things we have to know. It used to be there was three channels and now there's, you know, millions or whatever. So we're getting bombarded with all this information at the same time our brains are not evolved to handle all that information. Our brains are evolved to make patterns out of things they see. And so it's scrambling and it's behind and it's scrambling to put together patterns of things it's seen. And so I'm going to think that there's a cornucopia behind the fruit of the loom because my brain is scrambling to put that together along with the billions of other new information that it's getting onslaughted with all the time. So I think that's what's happening. That's my theory. So on uh, the cruise we just went on, there was an illusionist. He had a show one day. The next day, his show was explaining some of his tricks. And the biggest thing he talked about was that the human mind wants to fill in the blanks. He would uh, show you part of a picture and then you would uncover the rest of it. And it wasn't what you expected because your mind fills in the blanks. And I think of this, of where your mind just fills in the blanks. People need to embrace their own humanity and the fallibility of their own brain. And I embrace this because I'm a guy who spaces out a lot. And so if someone says that they remembered something different than I did, there's probably a possibility that that's right. And I'm fine with that. I don't, I have a problem with people that will not admit that someone else may have a different memory of something than they do and are very adamant that they're right because they're likely not right. There's likely somewhere in between is the truth. So can I guess what you're spacing off about when you're spacing out? You are, (laughs) when you're sitting in that time spacing out, you are, your mind is somewhere else thinking of something funny. Yeah, exactly. You're, You're trying to, it may not even be 
anything to do with where you're at. You're just trying to, I'm always trying to whip up something funny in my head to entertain myself more than anything. I've also heard not comedy writers tend to have, that tends to be their marital issue is that they're always spacing out. Because the comedy brain once just is is built that way to do that, marinate in some kind of absurd nothingness stage. Um, a lot of also comedy writers have some form of OCD, which again is trying to build patterns um, and logic that makes sense. Matt, I had one uh, potential Mandela effect that I was going to test you on to see if we have the same memory, okay? Okay. So, in our old house growing up, there was the stairs to go downstairs, right? Right. And then these carpeted stairs. One of the stairs had a hole in it and underneath it where if you went to the laundry room, you could see through that hole into the downstairs from a different room. Now, I, and for some reason in my memory, I remember being able to lift that stair up and having it be a little compartment where you could hide things in the stair. Oh, Do you I remember, remember that, that at all? No. I remember the okay. I remember the hole, but I don't remember being able to lift it and hide anything in see, there. See, that doesn't make sense that you would be able to lift it because then the hole... Would, theory wouldn't work because you wouldn't be able to see out because there'd be a gap there'd be a thing there with the stairs yeah so i think i'm wrong but that's a memory that i have that i could lift it and i could put things in there but that's not true we're gonna uh, just have to go to just... the house that old house and knock on the door <laughs> and say hey yeah. can you, you mind if we go downstairs and see uh if this one board is loose <laughs> well it is weird to think like there's a whole universe out there where i just lifted this pin instead of didn't lift it. And that's the only difference in the entire history of the universe. My favorite response was I brought up the multiverse theory to Jenny. And uh, I'm always bringing up weird theories I have about what's going to happen in the future and stuff. And she just gave me this smirk. and I was like, no. <laughs> that was her response. I described it and she kind of like had her arms crossed and she was like, no, no. <laughs> that does it. That's all you need. For Aaron Donnelly and our uh, co-hosts, myself, Matt Donnelly, and Nate Sadler, thank you for listening to the Think Funny Podcast. And please check us out on Twitter, Think Funny Podcast, or at Think Funny Pod C1. And we thank you all for listening, especially those in Brunei. Love you, Brunei. <laughs> the song, We Are the Champions, I guess, I, I, I always thought at the end, he goes, of the world, but that never, it's not in the song. Don't get drunk.